Now, being the uh, school holidays, I actually wasn't going to preach today. Um, I had already uh, lined up a video, but uh, there is something that um, I feel I do need to preach on. I didn't think I would need to preach on this at Fraser Coast Baptist Church, but uh, I'm getting hints that I actually do have to, just so I'm certain that we are all on the same page in regards to a certain issue that's happening in the world today. Firstly, I'd like to just um, reflect on Psalm 133, verse 1, how important this verse is. Um, I don't think it says it all, actually, but the verse is, if you're unfamiliar with it, how good and how pleasant it is, sorry, I'm just using the version that I've memorized in my head, um, when God's people um, dwell together in unity, or they live together in unity. How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Unity is good. Unity is pleasant, but I'm going to say one more thing. Unity is powerful. It's powerful. If a church does not have unity, it's the opposite. I think the Satan can get a foothold and can undo that power, make the church less powerful if there was not unity in the church. And if some of you are new to this church, but this church has been quite, through quite a few years of disunity. Um, obviously, it started off 30 years ago. We're celebrating 30 years this year. Obviously, it started off with um, unity. Um, but throughout the history, of course, just like any church, um, it's experienced disunity. And it was only in 2018 that we were, f we believed, the leadership believed at that time, we were fully unified as, as a church again. And I believe we still are fully unified as a local body of believers. But there is an issue coming up in the world and it's getting more prevalent. It's getting more of an issue. And it's not going away. And it's breaking up churches, sadly. I don't know why it's breaking up churches. It's ridiculous when we think about it. But for some reason, it is. And the issue is this. Should Christians take the COVID vaccine? There are churches that say, yes, we should all take the vaccine. Then there are other churches that say, no, we should never take the vaccine. <laughs> and that's why I'm addressing it today. It's a very, it's a very, uh, I was going to say important, but it's important to regards in what it means to the church and our unity. And so, therefore, um, I'm going to start off with one verse that really declares Fraser Coast Baptist Church's position on this as the leadership 
of this local body of believers. If the Son sets you free, in John 8 says, you will be free indeed. If the Son sets you free, you will be free. And there are lots of verses to do with freedom. And the ultimate freedom we have is freedom from the power or the domination of sin. Because we are free from that power of sin, we're not free from the, the ability to sin. We can still sin, but we're free from the, its power. We're free from its dominance. We're free from its controlling nature that it has on people. And we're free of its consequences. We're free of its wages. And we should know that those wages are death. We are eternal beings, those that trust Jesus Christ as our Savior. And because we are eternal beings, we are free. There is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. With that freedom comes choices. We make choices every single day. And there are some choices where we have been instructed in the Scriptures to do such things. For example, we are instructed not to lie. Ultimately, it could be summed up, we are instructed to love one another. Stealing comes into play. We do have a choice to steal, but we're instructed not to steal. But there are some things that are not in the Scriptures. For instance, we're not told what kind of car we should buy. We have that freedom. We have the freedom to choose what kind of car that we buy. We have the freedom to worship on a Sunday. We do. I hope you realize that we could worship any day that we want. Okay? I was told yesterday that we are worshiping six days early. Or one day late. But there's freedom in that. We are not under a particular day to worship. We could worship Tuesday if we wanted. But why don't we worship Tuesday? Because not everyone's available during that day. We've just chosen Sunday. Not because we say it's the Lord's day. Okay? We are not under any of those laws. We have freedom. Last I checked in scriptures, I don't see anything about a vaccine in there at all. In other words, we have freedom to take the vaccine or to not take it. We're free in Christ. So I directed you to three kinds of people in this room. All have the Holy Spirit in them. Okay? For sake of argument. All have the Holy Spirit in them. Very important to know. And to have that presupposition. Person A comes along the lines of we all need to take the vaccine. We should take the vaccine. We must take the vaccine. And the number one argument 
that I'm hearing is along the lines of the love that we should have for one another. We should do it out of love for one another. And so they might reference a particular passage such as Galatians. This is not, just the, the, this is not the only one. Because we have freedom, all right, there's the necessity, I think, for Paul to state, for instance, now you have been called unto liberty or unto freedom. You have been called to be free. Only use, don't use your freedom, don't use your liberty for an occasion to the flesh. Or in Peter, uh, 1 Peter, Peter states, don't use it, your freedom for evil, to do evil. In other words, for the occasion to the flesh, don't use it to fulfill or to walk according to the flesh, your old ways, your old way of thinking. But do it by love, serving one another. And so the common belief out there mainly informed and influenced by the media and the government, and I'm saying mainstream media, is that, well, if you don't take the vaccine, then you don't have love one for another because you are not protecting the community. We're influenced by that because of the mainstream media and we're now living in a world where anyone can simply be, the expression we're using these days is, cancelled out. We live in a cancelled culture. And that means if someone who doesn't have power is speaking something that is in opposition to someone who does have power, this person in power can easily cancel them out. They can shut them up. And the way they do that is obviously by closing social media accounts, not letting them speak at all, um, having them lose their job or their position or whatever may be the case. But they're now in a, they get in a position where they're not allowed to speak. And so what's happening in the world today is that new platforms that are not influenced by higher powers or money, greed or anything like that, they have to make their own platform. So you should know that YouTube is influenced by greed and people in power. And therefore, someone who wants to make their voice heard no longer puts their stuff on YouTube. They go to a platform such as um, uh, Brighton or BitChute, things that don't have censorship. Now, this shouldn't be the case, right? It should not be the case in this world because we should have a freedom of speech. <laughs> but that is being um, shut down. It's being shut down. It's being restricted. Our voice is being restricted. 
anyone's voice if it does not agree with someone who has the power to do this, um, these kinds of things. And that's why I believe this argument is flawed of loving one another. Because we're told that if you take the vaccine, you are not just protecting yourself, but you are protecting others. You are stopping from having any power, from being spread, in other words. But evidence is showing that this is not correct. But why don't we know this evidence? Well, because it's being shut down. They don't tell us in the mainstream media. And if you've never heard of Brighton, if you've never heard of BitChute, then you haven't been exposed to, really, what is happening out there. I've heard that pastors should all be vaccinated to protect their flock. But, again, this is flawed because the vaccine, again, does not stop the spread. I was listening to a, a Supreme Court case that's happening this week where justice is trying to prevail against what's happening in Australia. And even the, the, um, the plaintiff offering a, a report or an affidavit from a doctor was stating that you know, they're accusing the, the defendant of, um, of stopping uh, of the vaccine, trying to stop the spread of the coronavirus. And even the judge had to stop him right there. And he says, no, we are not saying that it stops the spread. We're saying that it lessens, or the plaintiff is rather saying, because obviously, hopefully, the judge is unbiased, the, the, <laughs> you, look, you look doubtful. Um, the, it does not stop the spread. It lessens the effects or the symptoms of the actual virus. That's all. The other evidence that we see is in other countries where they have all been vaccinated, or most of them, but their hospitals are still full of vaccinated people. And therefore, they're having to have their third shot, and now they're talking of a fourth shot, and it goes on and on. So the argument of it protecting one another is not right. It protects yourself, if you take it, as in it lessens the symptoms or the effects of the symptoms, but it won't stop you passing it on to me, or vice versa. So loving one another, that's what I've seen, the big one, of, of all what's happening in this issue. And just so you know, too, no, I'll get onto that. Person B is the other extreme, the other side, saying, we must never, we must not take it. And there's many, many arguments. But... I guess the strongest one that I've seen, that, I've, that um, I know, is, is to do with the mark of the beast. Now, we have to understand that the vaccine is not the mark of the beast because the beast is not around yet. The mark of the beast, if you take Revelation 13 to be a futuristic event, keeping in mind, some people do not take Revelation 13 
which explains the mark of the beast. And if you've never heard of the mark of the beast, it means it just says that when people take a mark, you will not be able to buy anything or sell anything unless you have this mark, and it will be to worship this beast, to worship this antichrist. Now, some people believe that this has happened in the past. There was a time when it happened in Nero's day. Nero, in the Roman Empire, um, um, they could not buy or sell unless they had that Roman currency. They had that Roman mark. Okay? Some believe, obviously, it's still a futuristic event, that we're going to have an antichrist, a devil in human form, and he's going to um, rule over the world, he's going to bring peace, and then once he's brought peace, um, he's going to give this mark to everyone where you can't buy or sell. Now, we're seeing glimpses of that, are we not? Just this week, we're told, international travel is opening up for Australia. Praise the Lord. November, we don't even have to wait till next year. November is when it opens up. Only for the vaccinated. Unless you have the vaccine, you have to stay put. There's a glimpse. So, is what's happening right now enabling the system of what the mark of the beast will be like in the future? Is it enabling it to happen? And so, therefore, people push their views and we say, no, don't take it, whatever you do. Now, it's interesting to know that most of the people who have these views as Christians. It's in the church. And I believe that's the case is because, well... If you're a non-believer and you haven't read your Bible, then you don't really know much about what this mark of the beast is, what their future is going to be looking like. Now, we can differ on this on, by the way, I don't have to worry about this mark of the beast. It's because I, I don't think I'm going to be around, by the way. Okay? Some do, some don't, but I don't think I'm going to be around. I think I'm going to be raptured before this mark of the beast takes place in the world. So I'm not worrying about that. What I'm worrying about, though, at the present time is my, my first world restrictions, my first world luxuries, okay, um, those restrictions being, restri um, being limited, such as um, being able to not travel to America to see family or anything like that. Stuff like that. So, the reason that's happening in the church is because of that exact knowledge that we have compared to the average Joe out there having no idea what, what's this mark of the beast you're talking about. With that said, we live in a post-Christian world. And the church is not an influential place anymore. It used to be. So to raise your voice in a church I don't believe it's the right place. I don't believe it's a powerful platform enough to do that. So my encouragement to you is if you feel this way, well, do what other people are doing. Use social media. 
Use your own private platforms to make your voice heard, even though there are many people that are doing it. So, doesn't stop us from letting people know, though, what could or where Australia could be headed in the future. Person C, and this is where I believe we're, where we should be at. Person C, in the middle. If you want to take the vaccine, take it. If you don't want to take it, don't take it. Agree to disagree on whether we take it or not. We are free in Christ. We should have a choice and we should not be condemned by our choice. Galatians 5.1, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. I don't know if that's just like a double dish there. For freedom that Christ has set us free. Like, duh, right? He set us free. Why? So we can be free. Let's keep that in mind. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Now in this context... Remember they were saying that the yoke of slavery was you had to be circumcised on top of trusting Jesus Christ as your saviour. Okay? But I believe we can use this verse as an encouragement to stand firm. You've made a choice, and if you haven't, that's fine. You still have some time. You'll always have time to make a choice. But stand firm and do not yourselves be burdened by that yoke of slavery. So in this case, I think that yoke of slavery could be the decision to vaccinate or to not vaccinate. Don't be burdened by it. And don't let anyone burden you by it. And so to sum up the, the message is, the choice is yours. The choice is yours. And I've just got this quote here to finish off saying, don't judge my choices when you don't understand my reasons. Now, we are a family. We're a family of God. We're a family that are joined by Jesus' blood. He has made us one. His blood has made us one. However, just because we are family, I don't believe we can be still comfortable enough with each other where we can say, hey, have you been vaccinated? Hey, have you? Why didn't you get vaccinated? Why did you get vaccinated? I, we should be able to have these conversations in a pleasant way, but in the end, if we disagree, then that's fine. We're free in Christ, and we can make our own decisions because it's neither not right or wrong to. And that's where I think Fraser Coast Baptist Church should stand 
and I believe it will stand. Just so you are aware though, there's 318,000 people left that have to be vaccinated in order for 80% to be reached. Singapore just reached 80% in August. And Singapore has been given restrictions again. Lockdowns, all that stuff. So I know, I know, I have to make sure I don't say anything political, but I believe it's a mistake where we are told if we get a certain number of people vaccinated, then all this will go away. I think it's a lie. Or I don't think that they understand what's going to happen. I tend to go with the first one because I, I don't think ignorant or arrogant people rule our country. I think they know what they're doing. Uh, it's just sad when you believe what you think they're doing. That's it. I want to I want to live. I want to fellowship with one another by this saying for the next few years, however long it takes. Please don't judge my choices when you don't understand my reasons. We all have the Holy Spirit. And the one last question I ask you is if we have all have the Holy Spirit, do you think it's possible that the Holy Spirit could be telling someone to get it and then on the other hand, the Holy Spirit could tell someone else not to get it? That's where we have to have the conversation. I disagree. I believe if the Holy Spirit, because we know there's restrictions, uh, not restrictions, we know there are um, certain side effects for people that take these vaccines. And who are we to say, hey, what happens if the Holy Spirit would know, might know that this person will suffer a particular um, consequence with taking that vaccine? And with the other person, that they won't. Who are we to limit the Holy Spirit in saying to this person, don't say it, don't take it because I know what's going to happen to you? This person, nothing's going to happen to you. Who are we to limit the Holy Spirit in saying that? If there's no lying there. It's just the Holy Spirit knows us. He knows us from inside out, the numbers of our hair. It could be it. It could be it. And so I just leave you with that. Let's keep on talking about it because it's not going away. But let's do it in a sense of unity, pleasantness, and glory to God. Let's pray. Thank you, Father, for giving us freedom. Thank you for knowing us inside out. And thank you that you actually give us insight into what is happening around the world today. But thank you, we thank you, Lord, for the hope that we have. 
We know we're tempted to be fearful. We're tempted to be afraid with what everything's going on. But thank you for the hope that we have. I want to rejoice in that hope. And I want to declare this hope that we have. Help us be firm in our hearts. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I was talking to someone last week. No, this week, sorry. Just the other day. Saying, you know what the answer would be? The answer would be if everyone became a Christian. But I actually disagree with that. I reckon the answer would be if the majority of Christians walked by the Spirit. That would be the answer. Because there's too many that walk according to the flesh, according to their old ways, their old way of thinking. If we all walked by the Spirit, every single Christian in this world, I reckon that would have much more power.